After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawaii's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Hanneman. The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed. The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry, and will inspire you to live a greater good life. Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com. Today is October 14, 2005. This is Evan's Journal coming to you live from Honolulu, Hawaii. So a lot of people are asking us what are these after shows all about, how does it work, what's the value, all that kind of stuff. So I wanted to address that now. The after shows are the second portion of the interviews that we are doing. When we have these interviews with uh, successful entrepreneurs, social entrepreneurs uh, that come in, what we do is they come in typically for about an hour or so. And the first half an hour, which is sponsor-supported, is what ends up on the radio and then also what ends up on the free podcast as well as the download. And when you push the play button on our website, that's what you hear. You're going to hear the first half of it. Typically in that first half, we're going to go over the entrepreneur, how they got started, their business, what makes their business better, uh, what they're doing in their in the so- society or what they're social mission is or how they're engaging the community or if they're doing something interesting and we go through all that kind of stuff. The second half of the interview which is typically about half an hour or so, some have run way longer, some are maybe a few minutes shorter, we go a lot more in depth into either some of the topics that had come up in the beginning part of the interview or we go into depth into their expertise in terms of you know, let's say they're venture capitalists, we're going to ask them on what are the you know the mental checklist that you go through when someone hands you an executive summary what's the best way for someone to engage you to get an appointment what's the process that it takes um what's their a- average investment you know what are you looking for in an in an entrepreneur and then for most of them we're asking them what are the biggest mistakes they're seeing entre- entrepreneurs make how can entrepreneurs avoid that what are the most important things entrepreneurs need to know what what uh are the what what are they what Actually, there's a huge list of them, and you can see most of those in each of the the descriptions for the audios that we already have, or actually even in all the calendar items, too. So that's kind of what's going on with the after show. It's a lot more in-depth, it's a lot more uh, detailed, and it goes a lot more into whatever their expertise is. We have available in the after show portion, I'm going to make it where we'll have uh, uncut and uncut doesn't mean that we're not going to cut anything I mean it's kind of irritating when you listen to a lot of the mistakes that Carrie or myself are making when we're you know doing things here and there but an example would be on uh, like Dwayne Creasu's interview when you listen to his interview it was edited there's pauses taken out ums ahs pieces of it that were cut out so it could fit within that that segment depending on what the sponsor info was going in the radio show so you're going to miss things in there and then one thing about the interviews that we're doing is is that sometimes they have pauses and in the editing process if you take out that pause you take out the dramatic effect of what that could actually mean so some of the pauses are really valuable in order to get the true meaning of what the person's trying to say and we want to leave that stuff in I'm waiting to get feedback on that of course, I mean, some people may not want to hear it, but it seems like you get more of a flavor or more more in-depth into how the person is, you know, flaws and all. Because 
for most of these people, a lot of, I know I used to think it, I used to think that, man, these people are just super confident all the time. They never had any problems. They're, you know, everything went smooth for them. But then when you hear the story and you hear how they talk, a lot of them are very soft-spoken, very mild-mannered. And, you know, that's just not necessarily what you think when you think of these high-flying entrepreneurial types. So, you know, it just goes to show that you don't have to be this extroverted, um, super aggressive person in order to become a business success or a success in the community. There's a lot of different ways that's packaged. And and I think you get a much better feel for that in the after shows. Well, the after show portion is really what the revenue model is supposed to be. And that revenue is what we can use to do the programs that we want to do within the schools and, and other things. So if you are interested in these things, please do purchase one of those. Uh, it does support a lot of things and you know it will make a difference. Plus, I think it will make a difference in your life, no matter who it is that's listening to it. Because a lot of this is what we call personal time. And that's one of the reasons that I really wanted to do this kind of a program and one of the reasons I wanted to do it with my wife. Because spending personal time with these people has truly made an impact on me. I get a new distinction every single time I go through these interviews. There's something that sticks out in my mind. And by making these little incremental changes, it will determine, you know, it'll change the way that I make a decision. It'll change the way that that I make it, I do an action, and then that changes my result. So that's really what it's about because all business success and all companies are all run by people. So you really have to understand who the people are and how they're doing things and how they think and decide the things that you want to take and the things that you don't want to take because a lot of times it's going to be things that you had never ever thought of. You don't know what you don't know. You, know, you just don't know it. So it's pretty enlightening for me and, and I know that the people who have been listening and have given feedback have been uh, basically telling me the same exact thing. One thing that I've been keep you know in the beginning part in the startup stage is that you think of am I you know should I really be focusing on the revenue portion or am I going to be focusing on my my time my personal time to do things that I need to do or am I focusing on you know what am I passionate about and I think the real issue is becoming is to kind of merge those three where you're working on something that you're absolutely passionate about it makes you money and you know you have time I think Jim Collins talked about something similar in Good to Great, but that's a it's a weird balancing act that that's always going on. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm I'm constantly trying to balance that, trying to figure out how much time am I really supposed to be spending with my family, and then how many time how much time am I supposed to be spending doing each business and which business and how to prioritize that. It's de it's definitely a tricky one. So if you're thinking the same things, man. I, I don't think that you're in that boat alone. And I put also in the show notes where it says and or or because I always think, well, I used to think that I either have more free time or I can have more money or I can have more passion. But I really think now that if you package it and plan it correctly and, you know, I haven't gotten that mixed down perfectly yet. That's why we're doing these interviews. I th I really want to have that though. And I really think that if I, if you know, as I'm figuring it out and the listeners are figuring it out, we're going to come up with something that is truly going to make a difference. And then we'll see. 
Yahoo has started doing a podcast. Uh, if you go to podcasts with an S dot Yahoo dot com, you'll see their version of uh, directory, and it's a real easy way. You click on the button, you can subscribe. We were ranked number seven today on the business section of Yahoo Podcast. Yesterday we were ranked number three, and the day before we were ranked number five. So I'm not really even sure exactly how this thing works or how they're ranking it. I have no idea, and I, I've been talking to people online. And a lot of them really don't have an idea either. So if any of you have an idea on how Yahoo is, is actually ranking this stuff, can you please email me or, or post it up somewhere that you know we can see? Because I'm trying to figure this whole thing out. Um, one thing interesting is that yesterday's lunch that I had with Ryan Ozawa and uh, Dave Koizumi and Kathy Luke is... Ryan's Lost podcast. It's lost the transmission. If you go into uh, iTunes, it's ranked number 20, I believe, right now. It's also on the front page in terms of like uh, television shows or whatever that is right there. Lost the transmission. It's a really good podcast, but man, it's just amazing how fast he has moved that thing up in only a few weeks. He's already in the top 20. So congratulations out there to you, Ryan. Uh, and I truly believe that that his lost podcast and the success for it is not just a fluke you see and this is the correlation that I'm trying to make for someone like Ryan Ozao who is the president of the Hawaii Association of Podcasting which is you know really a, in a small kind of a smaller handful of, of people and and we just go out there and, and try to do our podcast and share info and so on and he's done the this this uh, selfishly I mean self unselfishly I mean, he, he spends a lot of time, writes lengthy, detailed explanations, helps people out, meets them. And this is all in addition to the other things that he does. And he, he's never asked for anything in return. So I truly think that this is kind of, I don't know if you call it karma or, you know, whatever you want to call it. But I, I truly think that this is this is the way of kind of the universe or whatever you want to call it, kind of paying him back. And I think it's really exciting to see. It's definitely, definitely exciting to see. So go check him out at uh, um, on iTunes because I cannot remember the Earl right now. Sorry. Serendipity is another huge thing that keeps coming up in these interviews. And I tell you what, serendipity keeps happening in my life as well. It'd be interesting to hear the serendipitous events for the listeners also. But... I'll tell you, what, what I've been trying to do is figure out how we can write these articles because we're looking at repurposing this content in terms of the interviews because we get such good content coming out of it that I want to be able to turn it into various uh, columns for print publications. The thing is that we have not been able to get to it, Carrie, myself. We've just been so bogged down by other things. So I ended up talking to another friend of mine and then asked her if she'd be interested in helping us with this and you know of course we'd all be involved with the process but when I talked to her I came up with something interesting she said that she doesn't like to listen she would ra much rather read and that's what another friend of mine told me too so that was in the morning and she said let me go and look for a transcriber that we used to work with so I said okay in the afternoon I got a call from a friend of mine at uh, Highbeam which is Highbeam H-I-B-E-A-M dot org which is a kind of like a mentorship type organization for startup companies in Hawaii and the executive director his name is Carnett Williams we were we were chatting about things because 
Carnet is a real strong proponent of social entrepreneurship. He's doing very, very interesting things down there. He's also the CEO of Skywave Broadband, which you can check out at skywavebroadband.net. And, you know, Carnet was talking to me about putting together a, a component of best practices. So he said that we would talk to the entrepreneurs within um, Highbeam, and then what we would do is compile the answers that they gave and be very, very detailed answers. I mean, answers where it's like, you know, would you, should you incorporate first or should you fundraise first? And then, you know, what's the, what's the um, corporate strategy and things on the term sheet? I mean, very, very detailed, detailed things that would be, you know, a training material or handbook. And it falls exactly into line with what we're trying to do. And he was talking about transcribing the, the audio also so he could put the handbook together. So it's, the correlation there is that I talked to her and had the transcriber. The transcriber that we're looking for was already put into motion, and that would be in place for this other project. And things are just kind of moving along. So I talked to him. I said, you know, it's just it seems like one. It seems like we've been working on this for so long. I mean, we've really only been doing this for a couple of weeks, but it seems like it's been going on for months. And I mean, actually, not I mean a couple of months, but it seems like it's been going on for like year or more. And and it seems like we're right in the middle of something. I don't know if you folks ever feel that, but you know, you're working on something and working on something. It feels like you're right in the middle of, let's say, like fog and fog or something. And you, you just, you know, you're there. You know, something's around. You know, something is getting put together, but you don't know what it is yet. And how much farther do you have to walk before you get out of the fog and you can see what it is? It's exactly what it feels like right now. So this will be very interesting to see what comes up in the. Uh, in the future and then another thing that I thought about was changing over how we're handling these after show payments it's currently done through BitPass but I don't know if that's working out for us man I mean I really want to be able to have this uh, subscription type thing going on because then people don't have to always come back to the site and always have to check it can be automatically downloaded just like the podcast but there's got to be a way to do it and it got to be a way for us to be able to cover bandwidth and other things so I don't know we're going to work that out I'm going to go to that podcast expo, the Portable Media Expo in November, and and then hopefully, uh, you know, something will come about. And hopefully that will be the point where I walk out of the fog, things become clear, and then you know what happens after that, right? You walk back into the fog. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But nonetheless, this has been extremely exciting. This weekend's show is uh, Jeff Arcee who is a partner at the McNaughton Group. McNaughton Group is is uh, one of the the big time real estate development firms in in Hawaii as well as retail. They own uh, Starbucks and Jamba Juice Coffee Partners Hawaii in conjunction with uh, Dean McPhail and Greg Meyer who will their show will be on in the future. And then Gary Monakia fourth who's coming from Mao Farms will also be on this weekend and they have an interesting story because Waianae, which is an area of Hawaii, it's kind of a lower demographic in terms of uh, income. It's, you know, there's a lot of social issues out there and they wanted to do something good for the community, increase revenue, train the youth and educate them. And then they're doing that through agriculture in an interesting way. Also coming up, they're going to be talking about the Gift Foundation of Hawaii, which is an organization of young professionals that have one raging party, man. I mean, the party which is coming up on October 28th at the Pacific Club. If you want to check it out, go to thegiftfoundationofhawaii.org. 
I mean, it is a raging party, and pretty much it's like the who's who of of the younger and even even the more established business people in town. So if you're looking to network, you're looking to get out there, you want to do something for a good cause, I'd get to that event. Okay, so looking forward to the weekend, and I will talk to you folks next week.